Welcome back, everybody, to another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast, and it is yours truly, Ryan, and I am here today to talk to you about a topic that is so near and dear to me, and I love it when I'm able to do that, which, honestly, guys, it's like typically all of our topics that we talk about. Otherwise, I really don't really want to talk about it. Um, and, you know, what do I do this for otherwise, right, if it's not for that? So uh, today, guys, we're turning, guys, we're going to be talking about whole flower vaping. Um, we have talked about that so much on the show. I've mentioned it a bazillion times. You guys have heard me talk about the Dynavap Jack 10. If you guys want to go check that out, code Jack 10. Um, but, uh, if you guys want to, you know, like any type of whole flower vaping, um, you know, there's a strategy that goes into it. And so that's what we're going to discuss today. Um, and I'm happy we're going to discuss it because before I think we've done one show on this and excuse me. I'm going to have to cut some of these coughs out. Jeez, throat is all, all, uh, all stuffed up a little bit from the vaping before, but we've done these shows. Um, we've done these shows before in the past where, uh, I think the one show where we were talking about the Dynavap and I'm really happy we did that. I think the, the Dynavap still is one of my favorite, uh, products that I use. It's like the favorite product that I use for whole flower vaping. Um, I do also have the excess vape as well, which I really like, but, um, there is a strategy that goes into it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, so I'm so happy to, to be on here to, to be able to discuss because I don't think it's a topic that is uh, well enough understood, but before we get into all of that, uh, please make sure guys, you are, um, rating and, uh, reviewing us. If you can do that as well, you're sharing any of the content that you think could be helpful, um, for anyone in your family or, or friends, uh, please go ahead and get this over to them because the more you guys share and the more you like, uh, like I've, I've mentioned before, if you haven't heard if this is your first time, well then here you go. <laughs> uh, it helps us get higher on the algorithms. And if we get higher on those algorithms, it, um, it allows more people to hear our message and our message I think is a good one. And I think if more people understand cannabis and they, they, they dip their toes into it, the world will very slowly become a little bit, you know, better, better place. And I think that's just really simple, guys. You know, the, people open up a little bit. They soften up a little bit, right? Um, and I think sometimes that's all you really need to have good dialogue and 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 have people listen to each other, which is something we don't do nowadays. Uh, we're, we're doing less and less of it, I should say. Um, we need to do more of it. So I think cannabis can have an enormous impact on each individual person, which uh, is going to create a better world. A better world is going to be best for my kids. And there is my selfish investment as to why I want to do any of this, right? So um, thank you all for coming back again. Let's talk about this whole flower vaping. Um, like I said, uh, I, I think there are a, a few different misconceptions on this. Um, I will say too, it, it's just kind of like a new and like just, just a new experience for a lot of people. If, if you're utilizing cannabis, you're often used to smoking it. And, you know, whether it's in a bowl or whether it's um, in a joint, that's just one way you can do it. But uh, vaping it is a really new thing. So I was talking to my doctor and they actually told me, they said, you know, if you're going to vape cannabis and I'm, you know, obviously we're talking about whole flower vaping. That's why we put this in the title. Um, my doctor told me, and those of you who've listened to this part, um, in previous episodes, he mentioned that, you know, not to utilize the CO2 extraction vaporization cards, but uh, to smoke cannabis instead, (coughs) excuse me, which 
Um, kind of blew my mind that my doctor would be telling me that, but he did. And, uh, I responded with letting him know that I really don't smoke. I mean, I do occasionally and I don't mind it. And it's just like drinking, right? Like I, I kind of view it like, you know, as the every now and then sometimes I, I have, I guess, streaks where I do it more than others. But, um, for me, like it smells a lot and, I really don't mind the smell so much, but other people do. And, you know, if if I want to be a pleasure to be around it, sometimes you just got to smell good too, right? <laughs> That's just, it's the way society goes. And I, I hope that changes and we don't have to, you know, maybe worry about that so much in the future. And it's a more accepted smell in the future. Um, I mean, cause cigarette smoke is, is accepted, but you know, I don't like the smell of that. Um, it's just a personal opinion and I don't smoke cigarettes and I, I think maybe once in my life I've ever taken a puff of a cigarette smoke, ironically. But um, whole flower vaping is totally different. People just aren't used to it. Uh, When I told my doctor about it, um, he was very excited that there was that possibility to vaporize your flower and mentioned that that is actually the best thing you can do. If there's there's a way that you want to ingest your cannabis and, and have it activate fast, quickly, I mentioned that was the the way to do it. So (coughs) consider that, guys. Consider whole flower um, vaping if you are a smoker, and there'll be a few more reasons uh, that we're going to go over um, as to why you may want to do that, starting with a few of these reasons. Uh, The medical benefits, right? When Obviously, we look at that very often on this show. First of all, um, let's say I'm vaporizing a, a CO2 cartridge. Or let's even a tincture. A tincture, you can often get a lot or everything, what you're getting in flour and having cold pre- have it cold pressed right into the oil. Put the oil under your tongue and there you go. You get a lot of, um, I think the bioavailability there is pretty high. It's, I don't know, 50% or something like that under your tongue. Uh, there's a big vein under there that allows it to be pretty bioavailable. So, um, however... Uh, the great thing about whole flower vaping is that you are literally taking the flower, you get your bud, right? And what you do is you grind it up and you roll it up into a joint or, um, you put it in a bowl. But what you do in this scenario is you take all those little pieces that you just ground up and ground it to the right size. You don't want to make it too small, right? Or too big. Um, you want to have a nice grind when you're grinding and you go ahead and put that into your, um, I guess, either into your bowl, if you're going to be mixing or right into your, your device that you're going to be utilizing. So for example, what I do, um, I love getting the full spectrum. So I, I know maybe some of you guys have heard me you know, talk about this, but what, this is where I'll take the CBD nugget and I'll take the THC nugget and, um, maybe even a CBG nugget if I can do that as well. And sometimes like your flower will have a little bit of everything. So essentially what I do is I take three, three of those nuggets if I can, or, uh, sometimes your flower is going to have CBD and CBG in it already. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, and, and maybe you just want to use, uh, the, the one nugget. So sometimes I'll go to the dispensary and I'll get a flower with a one-to-one ratio in it. And that way I, I just have both of those. Maybe I still want to add some CBG, right? Um, You also get all of the other minor cannabinoids as well when you do that. You really get the entire flour. You are taking the flour and you are grinding it and then you're putting it in a device. And what you're doing is you're heating it to a certain temperature to allow all those to 
to allow the cannabinoids and all the terpenes to release when you want them to. So that's the other thing. You get a controlled dosage, right? So you get the full spectrum of compounds. You get the THC, CBD, CBG, whatever terpenes you want to put in there, right? If there's different strains you want to add with for the terpene purposes, you can do that as well. But then you get to control the dosage. So that means you can control the ratio. You can say, I want a very high CBD ratio, which is typically what I do in the morning. I'll take a nice uh, big CBD like nugget and I'll put that in my grinder. And then I will take a tinier, like a, like a little tiny bit of THC and I'll put that in my grinder. And that way I just have a nice synergistic mix. Um, I will often add CBG as well if I have it in the morning. Um, and that way I kind of, I kind of get that, that nice, uh, higher CBD ratio that I like at nighttime. I switch that more to a THC, uh, on the weekend, if I want to do a little bit, you know, have a little bit more fun, I may, you know, do a higher THC as well is what I consider. Um, but it's not just about that either. It's also about the actual chamber amount. So, (coughs) excuse me. Um, it's about how much also you can put, into the chamber that you're utilizing. So uh, I do like the fact that the Dynavap comes with adjustable chamber. So you can have a 0.1 gram, you can have a compartment at the end of the Dynavap with 0.1 grams of matter that you put. And the Dynavap, those of you that are not familiar at all, the Dynavap is kind of like a little uh, joint. It's a metal joint made of titanium, essentially. Um, And... It's really durable. I've had it now for years. Uh, Dynavap sent it to me as a gift, which was, um, you know, to try it and and talk about it, which I get these a lot. Um, But, you know, Dynavap, like, like they were like this, these are actually really good. So, you know, I I don't talk about them a ton uh, every now and then, but I I use it all the time. So when I use something because it's helpful for me, um, I do like to talk about it. So, uh, you can control the size of the matter that you're putting in the back of those. So I'll either put 0.1 grams, which is the bigger compartment or 0.05, which you can make a smaller compartment. And that will just determine, um, you know, how much, uh, THC you're getting. So for example, if I have, uh, if I'm utilizing 20% THC flour, for example, and, um, I know that I'm putting uh, 0.1 grams into that. Well, I can get an idea how many milligrams of THC I'm going to be vaporizing. Now, when you vaporize, that's the other thing about controlling dosage. It's not just about the ratio. It's not just about um, how much matter you're putting into uh, the compartment. It's also about how, how high you want to vaporize your matter and for how long. So the higher the temperature that you vaporize at, you're going to get more cannabinoids and more terpenes into the mixture into your lungs, right? The lower temperatures are going to release less and they tend to release more activating cannabinoids and terpene as well. Whereas the higher temperatures tend to release the heavier terpenes and and cannabinoids like the THC. Well, no, THC is actually at 315. Um, But like myrcene, I believe, and linalol, those are a little bit higher. Um, I think THCV is like super high, actually, ironically, and that's activating. But uh, there's there's different temperatures that 
so, so what you can do is you can play with it. And so there's some vaporizing devices where you can extremely customize your, the temperature that you're vaporizing at. So uh, what I do typically is I will vaporize at 392 degrees. The reason I vaporize at 392 degrees and I set my excess vaporizer, it's a little tiny handheld vaporizer. Check it out. Um, the whole flower vaporizer. They have them on the website still. It's got a little metallic or a magnet top, magnetic top. That's really nice. Um, you can just snap on and off. It doesn't fall off, which is what I love about it. Uh, but I set it to 392 degrees. And the reason I set it to that is because when we had Michael Backus on the show years ago, he mentioned that that was the, um, temperature that you want to be vaporizing, uh, most cannabis strains at that's the optimal temperature to get uh, everything, to get the terpenes, to get the cannabinoids, uh, of that strain. Right. Um, and so, 392 is a great temperature. If you want to go higher, I, I usually do 392 to get my session in. And then I want to squeeze out all the rest. I just bump it up to 410 for a few seconds, which is the highest setting it goes to. I get all the rest of the cannabinoids and terpenes in there. Um, so essentially I'm, I'm, I'm vaporizing at 392 degrees for the experience. And then at the end to just get all the other terpenes and cannabinoids, I bump it up to 410 and I just suck it all in from there, right? <laughs> that's how that's how you want to put it. So we're, we're talking about um, incredible amount of customization that you can do when you vape, when you whole flower vaporize your cannabis. You can get the ratios the way you want them. You can get the amounts the way you want them. You can actually vaporize different terpenes at different times based on the temperature that you choose to vaporize at. So it, it is, um, I love it. it it's, it's just like, it, if you're a science geek about this stuff and even if, even if you, you're not like, even if you just like want to just not smoke, right. You don't want those carcinogens. Um, it's just a nice way to vaporize. If you really want to get into like the science and like mixing matching, that's what I like to do. Um, you can do that too, but absolutely like, it's not something that, that is mandatory to get into whole flower vaping. You can just have some flour, grind it, throw it in your Dynavap and heat that up and boom, you doing the same thing you always do. <laughs> so, um, and, and that's the other thing too, uh, you know, like rolling a joint and smoking a joint or smoke or vaping um, the CO2 cartridges that you can uh, vape as well for those oils. Um, you do get that immediate onset, obviously, right? So that's the other benefit is that it just, you know, whatever you're looking for as far as medication goes or recreational use, uh, you're going to get that immediately. So um, I, I mentioned this already. Um, when you smoke, uh, there's the polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, uh, PAHs, that are car carcinogenic, that are released, that you don't really want at all to be ingesting into your body. So... Um, Vaporization doesn't produce any of that because the idea behind vaporization is that you're never bringing the matter to a point where it's combusting. So every single time after you vaporize, what happens is when you smoke, you start with a long joint, right? And then the joint gets smaller and smaller until you have nothing. When you vaporize, you start with a, with a bunch of matter and it's a green color or purple or orange, whatever it is, the, the strain that is that you're using. And then as you continue vaporizing, um, the matter gets, gets, uh, browner and browner. So what we end up doing is we end up utilizing all of the cannabinoids, all the cannabinoids, all of the terpenes, uh, just kind of utilizing all of them all at once and inhaling that as well, 
without any of the carcinogens. So they're just kind of flying off the matter as they hit those different temperature points that, that, you know, the linalol, the, the limonene, the CBD, the THC, as they hit those different points of 315, 365, 388, these different temperature points, they're flying off the matter. And when you're done, you open up the chamber and you see little brown particles. And those are called ABVs, already been vaped. Uh, what you can do with those is you can put those in butters. You can make like can of butters out of them. There are like little pieces of cannabinoid and THCs and terpenes in there that you can actually eat. People put them in salads. They got little crunchy things to them. Um, I don't do a ton of that, uh, but you definitely, it is a thing where you can reuse your ABVs and um, still get more use out of your cannabis in that sense. So it's, it's super efficient the way that uh, you can utilize cannabis when you're whole flower vaping it uh, as a medicine opposed to smoking it. So, um, and, and that's, I believe the bioavailability is about 80%. So not only are you extracting just about everything, uh, that, that is inside of that matter, the bioavailability is very high as well. Your, your body is, is very efficient at taking in the cannabis in that way. So, um, it's obviously just better for your lungs, right? Like just improve lung health. I mean, that's another thing that, um, you know, we always want to consider it, it reduced irritation when you smoke it's just one temperature when you vaporize again you can go down you know i do this i typically with a dynavap the first few hits what i'll do will be very very light i wait for that click and once i feel that click or hear it i take my hit and that's very aromatic it's a very aromatic hit a lot of terpenes a lot of taste in that lower temperature 350 360 degree range when you get into 370, 380, you're getting a little bit thicker. Uh, you're getting more of the terpenes, more of the cannabinoids. When you get to the 392 range, that's where you're really, um, you know, and higher, that's where you're getting that thicker uh, vapor that you're used to if, if you're smoking, right? So, uh, you know, a lot of people will like um, starting with the lower 350, 360 range and then slowly bumping up a few degrees as they move into their session and you can sit there and one with one bowl. And when I used to have the crafty, I would start, you know, 10, 15, 20 minute session where you start at 350 degrees, 356 roughly. And then uh, you move into like the three seven, three sixties, 370s, 390s, and you're just continuously releasing different terpenes and different tastes um, and different cannabinoids, right? So different feelings. I mean, it's, it, it's cool. And you're getting all of that immediately. So again, you have to be very conscious of this. You have to have the setup of having the vaporizer. But if you want a fully customized experience, um, I mean, just as you're going through the session, prior to the session with what you have as far as the matter go, like the actual cannabis, um, it's it just, it, it makes a huge difference. So um, obviously all that better for the lungs, smoother experience. Um, and like I said, uh, you know, there, there's better bioavailability and retention of cannabinoids and terpenes since, um, you're not combusting those as well, right? Like you're not like destroying anything. They're just, again, like as they hit that temperature, they fly off the matter and into your body, right? And then it comes out as vapor and it's all in there with oil and water and, and all that stuff, uh, that's naturally on the plant. Um, and then I would say, um, finally, the, the, the last thing that I like to consider 
the other reason why I really love whole flower vaping as the uh, dominant form of, of utilizing my cannabis is because of the possibility of being able to mix it with other herbs. So um, there's like, uh, like, I don't know if there's like lavender, there's mints, um, there's uh, lemon balm, there's chamomile, um, Damiana, rosemary. I mean, there's so many different uh, just herbs like lotus is another one that, that you can mix with your cannabis. And we talk about entourage and synergistic effects. That doesn't stop just with cannabis. There's other herbal supplements that you can consider that will positively interact with your cannabis and just create fantastic effects. So the, the big one that I've always liked to consider um, are, are, I typically would find uh, lavender plants um, that are grown locally and I would dry them and just take a few of those little pieces and uh, either vaporize those on their own, which actually they, they, it is a very strong, uh, I guess, vaporizing experience when you're doing that, if it's just the lavender. Um, but if you just put a few little pieces into your cannabis as well, I mean, e- in either direction, you feel the difference, you, you taste the difference. Uh, and you also feel um, just very quickly how the lavender just puts you at ease. And so if you ever want to try like vaping some of the terpenes, um, you can kind of very easily and quickly get a sense uh, of how those by themselves can make you feel. And then you can imagine when you add that to your cannabis, how all of that can kind of interact as well. So I love doing that. I I love that I can do that. Um, You may want to consider like getting different grinders, right? If you're going to do things like that, just if you don't want to like mix it too much, if you want the ability to just stick with pure cannabis, pure herbal supplements, those, that type of stuff. So um, just a lot of different options. And and so that's, that's kind of leading into my last piece that I would talk about is uh, just maintenance. It, It is important when you're whole flower vaping and smoking, right. To just keep your stuff clean. Um, it's, it's not even just, I mean, it is for like just sanitary purposes, right? But it's also for the experience. Like if, you're, if your equipment is not clean, you don't really taste the terpenes. You don't, the high is different. I, like because of that, I think. Like I, I've noticed that when I might, you know, I haven't cleaned one of my devices in a while, there's buildup. And then you kind of start noticing that like you can sit there forever and there's always a little bit of paper. Well, that's because there's so much crap buildup in your device, right? Like it shouldn't be like that. That's what I realized. Like a good device that's well cleaned and well maintained when you're whole flower vaping, you should be vaping it for like three to six puffs. And and after that, you shouldn't be able to really get much more vapor out of it. Like nothing will come out. And it's weird because you kind of feel like it's a ripoff because maybe you're used to the CO2 cards. You're like, oh, I only got three, six hits out of it. But think about it this way. You're taking all of that flower matter and you have fully extracted everything. You were fully efficient with that flower, right? And that's what I really like. I love the idea of, of not just being fully efficient, but also getting all of it. Like there's no better way to do that. And you can add more if you'd like, again, you want to put in different herbs and whatnot. So um, make sure you're cleaning it. Uh, whether it's your grinder, your vaping device, um, I think that's that's really big. I also like utilizing whole flower vaping for tol- to keeping the tolerance low. If you're just utilizing concentrates, like um, if you're dabbing or if you're just using, utilizing CO2 carts, try 
like whole flower vaping just to like keep your tolerance low because the last thing anyone really wants, like everyone wants to be a cheap date, right? Like everyone wants to get like buzzed off of one drink or like they want to get like one hit and feel like you just had your first hit for the first time. Right. Like, I mean, I want to be able to control myself, but like you want your medicine to be effective. Right. And so whole flower vaping has done that for me as well. It's allowed me to have a much more effective experience every time I do it. Um, every time I utilize cannabis, because it, it just, it's a lower concentration, but because it's more holistic, it feels good. Like, I, I don't know how to, it's really hard to explain. Like it's less CBD than a concentrate cart, right? Like a CO2 cart, it's less THC than that, but it feels better because you're getting all like the flavonoids, the terpenes, all the other cannabinoids. I mean, it, it just feels better. That's all I can really say. So, um, try it out, right? <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Uh, but anyways, guys, that is also, I, I think, pretty much all I had uh, to talk about today. Definitely make sure you're getting good flour from well-tested places, right? Or places that you trust. Um, keep your flour in airtight containers. Um, I have been putting them in the fridge. It's something Michael Backus mentioned uh, when he was on the show, and I just think he's such a great knowledge on this topic. Um, but I've also heard um, that you may want not want to consider that you don't want to dry it out, right? So I got to do more research on that too, to be honest. But either way, like keep it in an airtight, dry place and cool. You don't want it to be like hot um, and maybe not too cold either, right? But that was his recommendation. And I've always done that. And I've found that the terpenes do stay fresh, but that's just, you know, it's me. Um Make sure you guys are always drinking water as well, because when you are vaporizing, it does dry your mouth out a little bit. So uh, that is the final piece. Um, and I would say too, like if you're going to be, just know this, if you're vaporizing, it's not smoking, but there are, there's going to be like a little bit of a remnants that carries with you when you, after you're done with your session. So just know that um, it's going to go away. It's not like smoking where it sticks to your clothes and, it sticks like your like your breath for a long time. It, like unless you burn it while you're vaporizing, then that can happen, which happens sometimes if you overdo the Dynavap, which can be an art, right? Uh, for sure. But um, other than that, like you're gonna smell something a little bit right after you vaporize, but after that, like you know, after a few hours, you have a meal or whatever, it goes away. But just be mindful of that you know if you're gonna vape and then go to like a meeting in person, like just brush your teeth like have some scope, right? Like, cause even CBD flower is going to smell like cannabis, right? And, and people are going to just, you know, there's that thing and eventually we'll get there, but we're not there yet. And uh, these are ways that we can help people move in that direction. So that is all I got for you guys. Uh, check us out guys um, at the cannabis seed at uh, well, the cannabis seed.com. And then if you want to send us any messages, we love it when you guys do that, please at the cannabis, uh, the cannabis seed at gmail.com. Um, man, I have a tough time with the communication, uh, runoff today. Usually it just flows guys. It just flows. But, um, anyways, I got, I got a week ahead of me. Uh, I love when I hear from you guys, please always reach out any comments, any questions. We are always here to, to chat and discuss. Uh, we got more good stuff. I hope you like the content we're, we're been putting out for you guys. I've been trying to do some different stuff, get different perspectives. Um, I really value that. And if you guys have any comments, again, please let us know. But uh, thanks so much. And we will see you guys back again next week. Peace.
listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host Corey Yelland is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Joyce Gerber, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast, The Canna Mom Show. And we are on a mission to enhance the impact women have on this industry as business professionals, healthcare providers, policy advocates, caregivers, moms, by sharing and preserving their stories of love and kindness, wisdom, and hope. I am so grateful to have found my tribe of Canada podcasters right here on PodConX and look forward to our work of crushing the stigma around cannabis and caregivers and building this new industry together.